Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to my podcast today. My name is Caleb, and this is In the Car with Caleb, episode one. I have a little bit of a drive today from Tampa to Lakeland, and if you were in the car with Caleb today, with me, I would talk to you about what happened on my trip to Israel. I just got back from ministering in Israel with Global Celebration, and it was amazing. So... I just want to talk about, reflect on what happened over there. So, thanks for listening. Um, And yeah, check out calebhires.com if you check out early from this podcast uh, for more resources and amazing things like this. So this was my fourth trip to Israel with Georgian and Winnie Banoff. Their ministry is called Global Celebration. And what I love about Global Celebration is that it is always a party. There's always something to celebrate, and we could say it a different way. There's always someone to celebrate. So no matter where we go, I've been I've been to them, been with them in lots of different countries: uh, Bulgaria, Greece, Turkey, Mexico, and Israel a few times. And it's always the same thing. Jesus is worth celebrating. He's worth celebrating every moment, in every circumstance, and in every country. It's. It's always a good idea to celebrate who Jesus is. And so this was, like I said, my fourth time going to Israel and it's been with them every time. And we go to places that people usually don't go to. We actually go, uh, you know, we do sightseeing and things like that. And there's teaching the entire time. Georgian and Winnie Banoff teach on the buses even and at the sites, you know, like at the, the garden tomb and uh, where they believe Jesus was born, all of that, the shepherd's field and everything. I mean, you're in Bethlehem, you're in Jerusalem, you're, you're at the site of all these amazing Bible stories. And if you've never gone to Israel, I would highly recommend that you go with Global Celebration next year in February. I'm going again. We go every year, not just to experience the Bible really in like 4D, <laughs> but also to minister to the people there. You know, the word says to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We do that. And we also bring the peace of God, the shalom of heaven, into Palestine. And if you're listening to this, this is not a political commentary on the two-state system or the one-state system or the blah, blah, blah. It's not us or them. It's not me for that or me for this. I do not um, care to even get into that. But what I will tell you is the people on the other side of the wall call their home Palestine. And if you came into my house and called it a different place, I might be a little whatever. So I'm going to, for the sake of clarity, when I talk about these reflections of my time there, I'm going to speak in terms of Israel and Palestine. But again, it's not a political comment. I love the story in uh, the Old Testament where uh, Joshua is outside the walls of Jericho and he's looking at the walls and everything and the angel of the Lord appears And I love the hilarious exchange that happens between Joshua and the angel. Joshua says, whose side are you on? Are you for us or for the enemy? And the angel's response is, no. (laughs) I love that. Are you for us or for our enemies? No. (laughs) I just think that's hilarious. And the Lord says, I am, I am the Uh, I'm the commander of the Lord's armies, you know, the angel armies of the Lord. I'm not for you or for them. I'm for God. And, you know, I've heard it said multiple times, 
you probably have too, that it's not whether you're on, uh, God's on your side, it's whether you're on God's side. And so God is, has done something in Christ Jesus to reconcile the whole world, you know? There's no more Jew or Greek, slave or free, male or female, but we're all one in Christ. And He, in His flesh, has broken down every wall of hostility, breaking down the barriers. So He Himself is our peace. We bring that person of peace into Palestine, into Israel, and all over the world because we're not playing politics. We're purporting peace, who is a person. How's that for your three Ps in a poem? Come on, can I get a witness from some Southern Baptist peeps? That's where I grew up, and I just like it. I like alliteration. Anyway, yeah, this is how it goes in the car with Caleb. We might go on some tangents, but I promise you, I'm going to stay focused and talk about my time in Israel. So, the first thing we always do when we get there is we pack bags for the widows. Uh, There's a lot of widows in the refugee camps in Palestine. And we take um, flour and cooking supplies and materials and make these really, really heavy bags. And if you are on my Facebook page, you follow Caleb Hires on Facebook, you'll see a picture of uh, these blue bags and we're standing in a sea of blue bags, you know. So first thing we do is we go in there and pack the bags. I don't actually pack the bags because I have my guitar and Winnie is like, Caleb, get on the microphone. And so I, I start just worshiping and we create an atmosphere of, again, celebration and worship everywhere we go. So we just throw a party and people are like in an assembly line singing, you know, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Over these bags, we're singing, we're blessing all the materials, we're praying for the widows before you even see them, you know. And so that's how the trip starts and it's amazing, you know. Even after an 11 hour, or nine hour flight, another two hour flight, three, three and a half hour layover, everybody's tired, you know, sleep deprived, but there's something amazing when you posture your heart to feed the poor and to help the needy. God gives you a supernatural energy. It reminds me of Paul when he says, all these things done by me were not done by me, but by the power of God working through me. I labored more intensely than all of you, but by the power of God working through me. So it's not us who lives, but Christ who lives his life in us. And that's just the the evidence of that is seen, you know, when you take these really long flights and uh, still hit the ground running. I actually experienced an amazing flight there, not so much on the way back, but on the way there, the Lord upgraded me to first class, which was incredible and amazing. And yes, Lord, do it again. (laughs) I just, wow, it was incredible. Anyway, you can be jealous. It's all right. As long as it's a godly jealousy, Lord, do it for the people listening to this as well. Next time you fly international, first class upgrade. Hallelujah. Anyway, so we did that and it was incredible and then we go and you know we usually get checked into our hotels we actually stay in bethlehem which is pretty weird uh not a lot of groups do that but we stay in bethlehem for the purpose of blessing that that region we want to bless the workers there we want to bless the people we don't just want to come in drop off some food and leave we want to create long lasting impact and create relationships with those people georgie and winnie have been going for like 12 or 13 years now with a group and longer before that just on their own and they come without the group often, you know. So anyway, they're creating relationships so that, you know, it can be a ongoing thing. It's not a, uh, here's a Jesus tract, would you say this prayer? It's, hey, let me show you over and over again how much God loves you. I'm going to feed you physically, emotionally, and spiritually until you ask why. Until you get curious enough to know 
this Jesus. And we pray in the name of Jesus. We do. We go to the refugee camps with the children, the orphanages, and we we throw we throw an art camp. We do this every year. And I play music, and we, we sing with them, and we dance with them. We sing This is Amazing Grace. We sing blatant songs to Lord Jesus. And we sing and pray in the name of Jesus. And it's amazing because they let us. And it's kind of like one of those things where the widows actually have a the final say with that whole thing because in that culture, the widows are actually like sacred. If the widows like you, then you're good. If the widows hate you, you ain't getting nothing done. So they love us because we come in there, we sing, we're, we love them, we have no agenda other than to feed them and to bless them. And so it's an amazing time every year. And they get more and more bold every time dancing with us and singing and just obviously not the men not touching them but the women dancing with them and I'm playing my guitar and it's there's nothing like worshiping Jesus and throwing a party um, and dancing with a bunch of Muslim widows there's nothing like it man it's incredible they're God's daughters and we get to just let them belong no matter what they believe they belong to us no matter what they believe because they belong to the Lord I mean really come on I love Bill Vanderbush came to our Supernatural School and said something recently that rocked my world. He said, how long, when a thief steals something, how long does it take before it actually becomes legally his? The answer is never. So just because a thief has stolen these, these people doesn't make them the thief's property legally. No, it's illegal. And so we're just welcoming them back with love and joy and peace. And we pray in the name of Jesus. And Jesus in the Quran is actually a healer and a prophet. So we're fine. If they just want to know him as a healer and a prophet, we can start there. That's fine. And we pray in the name of Isa, which is Jesus in the in the Quran. So that might be ruffling your feathers right now. And you might be upset about that. But listen, man, the Holy Ghost is all over it every time. The, the glory of God invades that place and joy erupts. And they feel the love of God. And I'm telling you, they are encountering the love of God in Christ Jesus in a way that they cannot explain yet. But I'm telling you, we're sowing seeds and we one sows, one waters. It's God who brings the increase and we need to stop trying to increase before we sow. Hello, somebody, can I get an amen? That's a good word. Quit trying to bring the increase without being willing to sow. Come on, you sow and you water. God brings the increase. We, we're, a lot of times our evangelism is looking for increase, not for seed, not for seed sown. You're one with the sower. You're supposed to sow indiscriminately. He sows some on the rocky soil, some on the good soil, some with the thorns and thistles. This, did you notice that the sower in the parable is actually just kind of sloppy sowing? Indiscriminately sowing. So what is that? You're one with the sower. Sow indiscriminately. Come on. Selah. Anyway, <laughs> we have the high privilege of dancing and singing with them. The women pray for them. They lay hands. We ask if they need prayer in their bodies. They pray. I'm playing my guitar the whole time. And we're just telling them how much we love them and we pray for them all the time and we bless them with peace. They This year, actually, something new happened. They actually started responding. Georgian was saying, we love you, we pray for you. They would respond through the interpreter. We love you too, we're praying for you too. We love it when you come, like boisterously. So it's amazing. It's really, really amazing. Uh, my friend Sandy was with us and she actually was kissing this lady. And I don't know if this is allowed really to be shared, but she kissed the hijab right off this lady's face. She kissed her through her hijab on the outside of it over and over again until she pulled it down and kissed her back face to face. So 
on the cheek, obviously. So I thought that was amazing. Love kisses the, the veil off. Love kisses the veil right off. <laughs> oh, okay. I can't get too excited. I'm driving my car right now. So remember, this is in the car with Caleb. And you're just getting stream of consciousness. Oh, and I'm feeling the Holy Ghost. So just amazing. They, you know, the Bible says, He who lends to the poor lends to the Lord. And God lives by his own principles. He doesn't like debt. So he pays back with joy, with peace, with revelation, with just a, another facet of who he is being made manifest in your life, with, with the, the love of God ruling and reigning in your heart. He pays his debts. And the Bible says, he who lit, lit, gives to the poor lends to the Lord. So come on, you want to feel the joy of God? Do something for the poor. Give to the poor. That's how you feel the bliss. Give to the poor. Feel the bliss. Feed the poor. Feel the bliss. That's a tagline for Rescue the One, which is an amazing ministry that you need to be a part of. That's child trafficking, and and it's actually a global celebration initiative and everything. So go to rescuetheone.org and sign up to be a partner to uh, get an AK off the shoulder of a seven-year-old. Come on. That's a real thing. Take a grenade out of their hand and put in an apple. It's amazing. Anyway, back to Israel, Palestine. We went from there, uh, to, from one camp to another camp, and we got to, you know, we at this, these camps, it's, it's crazy. We play music and then we do a fire tunnel. It's a, it's a blissed out party the entire time. Kids are running through the tunnel wearing capes and crowns. We crown them. We, we bless them. We're praying in tongues over them. It's amazing. And these kids are coming alive. It's, it's, it's amazing that even children who live in a war zone, when you give them the chance to be a child again, it actually happens effortlessly. They become children right away. And we are, we are seeing that over and over again. And it's, it's incredible, man. I just, I can't get over it. So we went from there to another camp. And this, this second camp is a focus, has a focus on the arts. And they actually uh, advocate that the children put down the gun, pick up the paintbrush. Uh, they, they, they call it beautiful resistance through art. Again, not a political statement, not a political posture. I am not for them or against this or for this or against them. I am on the Lord's side who's bringing the peace of God to rule and reign on the earth. That kingdom come that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus died for the whole world. Everyone on the planet is to die for. Everyone carries the image of God. They just don't know it. And they've just been tarnished and beat up and trafficked by an entity called sin. And I refuse to allow their trafficker to determine their destiny. I only will say what God says about them. And I only will call them up into who they are and not what they're doing. Come on, love doesn't call out what you're doing. It calls you up into who you are. Whoa! Anyway, someone should be taking notes because this is just really good. I'm recording this for me so that I can take notes later. I'm listening to what the Spirit is saying to me. I want to be the biggest learner every day that I know. I want to learn every day. And I learn from Holy Spirit speaking through me. I really do. I know that may sound weird, but I learn from the paint on the walls. I can learn from a donkey. So I might as well be able to learn from myself too, right? Come on. From the, the Spirit of God giving utterance through His Word, His heart being displayed through the preaching of the gospel, which is actually what I'm doing right now by giving you a testimony. Yeah, so we go to the second camp, we do the same thing, we serenade the widows, we give them the bags full of food, just like we did in the first camp, and they're so appreciative. In the second 
camp, we actually gave them one by one. They called them out by name, and we had a tunnel where they all went through the tunnel, and every time they called the name of the widow, we would cheer and clap and scream and celebrate them as they go through this tunnel and get their bag. It's a beautiful picture, if you can picture it in your mind, where we're celebrating these women who have lost everything. (laughs) I mean, come on. Is that not what God does? God celebrates the one who's lost everything, not because of what they have or what they've done, but because of who he is and what he wants for them. Come on, the prodigal son, the lost sheep, come on, the lost coin. God is searching for hidden treasure, and when he finds it, he celebrates. He celebrates, and so it's it's a high honor and privilege to do that. Whoa, so we... We went there, we did that camp, and we did the same thing. The kids were amazing, played and sing and dance, and they actually performed for us, and they did a dance, and there's some amazing video of that. Uh, maybe I'll share that on my Facebook. And they just have this, this uh, conviction that they should travel about, and they do travel about, just saying the story of their people. Again, not a political thing, but here's the gold that we pull from this situation. They refuse to result, they refuse to be violent. They refuse violence. Come on, that's a step in the right direction. So we support that and we go in there and we bless them and they tell us their, their, their sad story and we listen. Come on, God listens to every side. He's always listening. He's listening to the plight of the broken. So that's what we're doing. Anyway, if you're still here and not offended yet, then yeah, you, I'm, hey, get on you. You might be my tribe. I love it. Um, Again, if you need to check out, that's fine. I'm going to keep talking because i got a little bit more of a drive here. But you can go to calebhires.com for more resources. You can get check out my book, Living Independenceville. If you want to celebrate your need of God and not just accept it, but celebrate your need of God, then you can go to dependenceville.com. To be poor in spirit is to actually realize your dire need of the Holy Spirit. So that's what that book is about. And it's fun to be dependent ha, about on God anyway. So you can check that out at dependenceville.com. After that, we went, We always have devotionals in the morning and everything, and we have a teaching from Georgian or, and, or Winnie and Brian uh, Simmons, Brian and Candace Simmons from the Passion Translation came on this trip. They've come the last four years because every time I go, they've been there. Um, and they teach on the bus. They do devotionals. Brian is translating the, the uh, Old Testament right now. He finished the New Testament, the Passion Translation. You can go to thepassiontranslation.org or .com to uh, check that out. I highly recommend that translation. It's incredible. It's a dynamic equivalent similar to the New Living Translation and you will be blessed by it. He translates from the Greek and the Hebrew and the Aramaic because Jesus spoke Aramaic. He did not speak Greek. He spoke Aramaic and Galilean Aramaic at that. So he's translating from the original language of what Jesus would have actually said. There's documents and manuscripts of those, those accounts. So he's using that to balance the Greek as well. So it's amazing. It's an incredible translation. I really encourage you to read it and read the footnotes. And just, just know that we all need multiple translations because it's the every nation, every tribe, every tongue needs to hear it. And I'm sorry, but my tongue is not the same as... 50 years ago or 100 years ago when the English translations were reading from or were written, you know? Come on. Language changes so fast. So we need constantly having new updated translations, true translations. Anyway, check that out. So Brian's teaching and he taught on the bus and everything. I actually got the opportunity to teach on the bus adjacent to Brian because there were two. So I was like the other teacher, which was a really big honor and crazy. 
Uh, but then we'd switch bus and we'd teach and it was amazing. And so many hungry people on this trip, so many incredible lovers of God. It was just a blast. So we went to a bunch of sites, went to Mary Magdala's uh, hometown where uh, they've uncovered the first century synagogue where she, seven demons were cast out of her. That was incredible. And we go to these sites and we just worship. We, we worship everywhere we go. We usually get shushed and we usually <laughs> um, are told, you know, we love your singing, but please don't shout. <laughs> that was told in the garden tomb. We were told to stop shouting. Come on, we're at the tomb to, where everybody goes to see nothing because he's risen, he's not there. And it's just exciting. So we were shouting for excitement and we were asked to shush, you know. Anyway, um, we just release the joy of the Lord. We're releasing the presence of God through worship everywhere we go. And that just continued all the way through. We went, we ministered to Israeli soldiers. We went to an orphanage in Palestine. We um, got to do some ministry, small groups did ministry at an orphanage in uh, Jerusalem. And we just went from place to place, releasing the glory of God, releasing the presence of God, and just saying, Lord, let your shalom invade this place. Let your peace rule and reign in this nation, in this, this holy land. And our tour guides were affected. Everyone who encountered us was affected either positively or negatively. But it was just, it's just amazing that joy attracts, you know, joy attracts. And oh, I, while we were in Bethlehem, speaking of joy, we had a joy parade through the streets of Bethlehem. Last year was the first time we did it, but this year was a little more organized and everybody brought streamers and things like that. And I got to lead this crazy parade of lovers of God streaming down the streets of Bethlehem through Palestinian controlled Bethlehem. Yes. And we just took our 81 people on a 30 minute march through Bethlehem singing, you know, releasing the Holy Spirit praising God and singing uh, peace and love to Bethlehem peace and love to Bethlehem we were singing that with all of our might all the way down the streets and it was incredible the just the joy of the Lord the the peace of God ruling and reigning there were so many uh, astonished and excited people outside in the streets just watching us go through the streets there's pictures on, uh, on again on Facebook and on Instagram Go to just search Caleb Hires Instagram or Facebook, and you'll see those pictures. And it's just incredible. That was actually our tour guide, our Palestinian tour guide's idea last year. So incredible. I mean, just what is the impact of that? I have no idea. You know what I mean? Like the eternal impact of just releasing a joy parade in the streets of a impoverished nation. Like you know the. Palestinian territory is really like a third world country. I don't know if you've been there, but it's, it is kind of rough, you know? And so we're just releasing the spirit that destroys chaos. That's what shalom really means. The spirit that destroys the authorities of chaos, you know? And that, I just, I know that has an effect in the spirit. And so again, one, one plants, one waters, it's God that brings the increase. So we're not forcing the increase. We're just planting and watering. And we're just trusting God to use it. And I, I'm just telling you, like, new things have popped up. Four years ago, there weren't, like, there weren't even a lot of streetlights. Now they have big signs, electronic signs in the, in the, over the streets, you know, with advertising and things like that. Like, the city is coming alive again, and I think it has a direct effect. It's a direct effect 
a direct increase of the seeds and that we've we've sown and i'm naive enough to think that i had a little part to play in that and that every year the groups that come and release the joy of the lord release the peace of god have something to do with that so you should really come with us next year check out globalcelebration.com and just just check it out just just ask god for the finances i have been miraculous miraculously provided for four years in a row to go to on these trips God will do it. He, if your heart is to bless the poor, is to bless the Holy Land, to bless that war-ridden area with peace, God will provide. He will send you. I promise you. So I've got to actually get on my directions now and figure out the last little bit of my drive. So that's In the Car with Caleb, episode one. Love you guys. Bless you guys. I promise I'm going to continue my Dependenceville series in the coming weeks. Just had a lot of stuff going on lately. So... I'm coming up. I'm going to do that. Dependenceville, we're going to have eight episodes. I think there's four up right now. I'm going to I'm going to finish that out in the coming weeks. So thank you for tuning in to my podcast today. Check out, again, calebhires.com or dependenceville.com. Follow me on social media, C-A-L-E-B-H-Y-E-R-S, as you know, uh, on Facebook and Instagram. I would love to connect with you and hear your thoughts on this podcast and my book and anything else. I'd just love to pray with you or just connect with you. So... Thank you for listening. Love you guys. Bless you. I release the the spirit that destroys the authorities of chaos. I speak shalom over your life in Jesus' name today. Amen.